0: What? <laughs> Tuck that chin in, soldier. It's a parade. Don't you feel like uh, having a parade today? This is a festive day. It's a festive week. Hopefully you voted. All right. If your team won, that's great. If their team lost, hey, better luck next time. A man, a lot to celebrate. How about... Uh, they dropped the U.S. roster for the World Cup, a couple surprises, right? but hey, this is a little Sousa music, and what's more American than John Phillips Sousa, other than apple pie or whatever, and of course, uh, the hardest working team in soccer, <laughs> Louisville City, with another cardiac victory, golly, was that crazy? Still, it took like two days to really let the shock wear off. I'll tell you, man, craziness. Here we go. I like this part. Yeah. The voice is still okay from singing the national anthem. <laughs> oh, golly. What a great night. And the most another another moment where you're sitting there going, is that a top five? I mean, if that's that comes in at what maybe fourth all time? Third, fourth, fifth? I don't know, man. We are just so blessed here. I just want to get to the piccolo part, because it's my favorite part of this tune. It's like the only song in the world where a piccolo player gets to tell the brass to back off. (laughs) Ah, yeah, Here, here comes some more dancing clowns. Hey, look, somebody on a unicycle. Don't fall. Here we go, man. I love this part. Makes me smile. I love that. It's like everybody else getting in the back. Piccolo's taking the lead. <laughs> okay, that's enough, man. You've had enough of the intro, I think. Gonna put Suso away there. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Vallum, the host of the Center Forward Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams. Both of them kind of busy. The men's team, very busy, obviously. Um, recording this late, it's just, it's a work week and it's a lot going on, training some new stuff, so, uh, on some new stuff, so. Oh, my Lord, it's been busy. Hopefully, you're doing well. Hopefully, you've had a good week. Like I said, hopefully, you got out there and voted on Election Day. And uh, hopefully, you're getting ready for the fourth championship this team's playing in in eight years and and in the most amazing fashion ever. (laughs) Really, I mean, can you believe we have a moment that's bigger than Hopeno's goal to get us into overtime three years ago or whatever it was, I guess it's three years ago now. It's just unbelievable, isn't it? Anyway, like I said, I hope you're doing well. We are on Podbean, we are on iTunes, we are on Amazon, and we are on Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share, share the festive love. It's all about being festive today. Festive, festive, festive. Here comes five tigs. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? It's the only place in the universe you're going to get it, so you should feel uh, festive. I mean special. Number five, Mother Nature is a big, fat jerk. Today, it's 73. Uh, On Saturday, it's going to be 43 rainy and snow showers. I don't think that's fair. I think there should be more of a gradual progression. Um, If you have bad sinuses, you know exactly what I mean, because I'm guaranteeing myself an amazingly bad sinus headache on Saturday. I'm just whining. I wanted you to be in on that. (laughs) Here we go. Number four, the Thunder Rolls, South Georgia Tormenta. Winning League One, USL. Uh, Kind of a fun game, uh, beating Chattanooga Red Wolves. Um, And actually, it was a pretty good game. It's a good team. It's a good brand. And, uh, you know, uh, I think 12 teams in League One next year. Two new ones, one of them being Lexington. So, that should be pretty cool. But anyway, congratulations to the Tormenta. Number three, fantastic five. Five racing players getting national team call-ups this week. That's pretty cool. Emily Fox with the United States, obviously. And Shayna Matthews and Satara Satara Murray from Jamaica. Chidiak is going to be playing for Australia. And then Rebecca Holloway with Northern Ireland. It's good to see uh, plenty of our roster getting that kind of activity. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, in time we're going to be talking a lot more about them. So, yeah, just keep that on the back burner for now. Number two, here comes the roster. We got it. U.S. roster is released for the World Cup. Joey and I are going to talk about that. A couple of big surprises there. And uh, number one, seriously, how do they do it, right? How do they do this? This men's team just is the most resilient group of players we've ever had here, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you've got penalties, you've got a kid, you, you know, a kid scoring important penalties this year and last week, and then you get a comfort behind goal against a great team. Tampa's a great team, and uh, we're down a man. <laughs> I mean, it's and the sound. You know, standing where I was in the drum pit, you, you catch a pretty good amount of it. It was insane. The energy was absolutely crazy. I'll tell you, man. Anyway, I can't wait for Sunday. Wish I could go. Those of you that are traveling, be safe, right? And uh, anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about it. not terribly worried, you know, after watching that last match specifically uh, with uh, San Antonio. But anyway, are you nervous about it? Kick your feet up, relax, take a break, and then get nervous as hell. <laughs> Sunday, 8.30 ESPN2. They're not our broadcasting team, but, you know, Watson Kerr, that's pretty awesome. Anyway, there you go, folks. 5, 10, Oh. Uh, ah <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, that is crazy. <laughs> and it's two weeks of Thanksgiving, hopefully you're getting ready. Anyway, uh, let's continue with Joey Cecil okay ladies and gentlemen episode 51 welcoming back i'm sure an exuberant joey cecil joey how are you i'm in the
1: comfy confines in of my office hey, so. man.
0: hey yeah. I, I, technically i am too because we're both kind of working right now
1: eh, <laughs> no one needs to know that i hear that
0: <laughs> yeah man so, so uh it's been a few days how,
1: how's your heart <sighs> in general not that good in, after a Little City game recently, usually not much better. Jeez Louise, man. You know, I, I, so, uh... you know, leading up to that game, you and I disagreed on something. Okay. I argued our roster outlook was actually improved okay. from the previous week. Right. You know, we added a questionable Manny, mm-hmm. but Ombi went from out to questionable. Right, 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 okay. Which I think was a huge, oh. I'll take that bargain. Oh, totally. You kidding? You know, uh, but Morton was out again. Uh, but we get to the game day. Ownby is in the 18, which was a bit of a surprise for me. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, but I've also heard they'd been very, very cautious with him. Okay. So it wasn't as serious as maybe they were letting on.
0: Right, right. I was going to get that up. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we come out in a four three three. We had a strong start, but man, overall we just are very lousy on set piece, especially corners. With the amount we have and the amount we actually finish. Right, right. It's rough. Um, Fun fact, I actually got into the game at halftime. Okay. Uh, I was supposed to miss it due to a wedding I was in. Right, right. Yeah, the reception started at 5 p.m. Okay. And fun fat, fun story for those listening, mm-hmm. um, I watched most of the first half on my phone okay. uh, at the reception. At the reception. <laughs> and I gave one of the other groomsmen a ride down there, and he and his significant other, who was also in the wedding,
0: mm-hmm.
1: were leaving about the half hour mark of the first half. And he needed to get some stuff out of his car, and I mm-hmm. went. Well, if they're leaving. Exactly. I was also exhausted because we have been down. We'd been doing wedding stuff since like 9 a.m. that morning. Right, right. And I was like, you right. know what? This is my cue to leave, too. I wasn't even thinking about going to the game. Mm-hmm. i get out to my car to wait for him to get some stuff out, and I just, I just, wait. Where's the stadium? Oh, it's a half mile it's away. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. So I show up in, in my undershirt and a pair of cargo shorts I wore downtown. <laughs> perfect soccer perfect, gear. Perfect soccer gear. for the And, and, and it was nice and warm, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Got in at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, Tampa then came out strong in that second yes, half. they did. They were pushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Lord said to us, you may have Brian Onby back. Mm-hmm. And he came on with Elijah in the 65th. Yes, he did. And then, of course, it had to rain. Um, which for me meant scurrying underneath the huge bar underneath the uh, jumbo screen because I'm wearing a white T-shirt, right? <laughs> uh, and not much else, you know. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna hide, hide up here, um, right? And you're just like, <laughs> but then, but then, just the usual fuckery, yeah, man. had to happen when we play Tampa. Yep. As Corbin gets red carded, straight red for shoving a Tampa player after that Tampa player had tangled with him, right? Um, technically a correct call, you know, hands to the face and upper above the shoulders, but, yep. but damn, I, you know, mm. and you're just wondering, here we go again. Right. You right. know, but I'll give it, I'll give credit though. That's one of the loudest I've ever heard that stadium was the riff. You suck chance. Holy cow. It, it, oh, Everyone oh. was on it. Yes, they were. <laughs> but at the same time, you're also just like, Oh, really? Yeah. And at that point, we bring Napo and Josh Mm -hmm. on for Wilson and Enoch, and you're kind of wondering, um, Danny, what are we doing here? Mm. And then, speaking of Danny's, then we have the uh, UFC fight that became Dos Santos versus Danny Fondes. Starts at the edge of the box in, in regulation time when Dos Santos really didn't have a play on the ball and decided to challenge Danny. And clean him out. Yep. Um, and that's you know Danny after taking a hard lick last week. Yep, yep. And Danny took exception to that. Of course, once he got up, they were jawing even while Danny was on the ground.
0: Right,
1: right. Uh, then in stoppage time, mm-hmm. Danny makes a save and then scrambles on the rebound to keep it away from Dos Santos who. Yep flips and tumbles, and that was my favorite part of the match, besides what we'll discuss in a couple seconds, Mm -hmm. was Danny getting up and giving it to Dos Santos while he was on the ground. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that was beautiful. He was not having any of it. Nope. Um, And then, you know, we're going to extra time at that point. Mm -hmm. And, Joe, it sounds good to say it on the podcast. You can ask the people around me at Scouse House. Mm -hmm. I said if there was ever a team to pull this off. Yeah. It's this one. Yep. And I was like, I was still nervous. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going. You know what? If there's ever a team to pull off this, whatever you want to call it, I don't want to call it a miracle.
0: Right, right.
1: It would be this group of guys. One hundred percent. You know. And then we have Dos Santos running into Danny after he claimed the ball and being down for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I'm going, Dos Santos is officially a villain. Yeah. Well, he, for me, he's kind of always been good. He'd, al- he'd always been a pain in the ass. Right. But you've officially reached Enzo Martinez levels at this point. Right. Right. You know, just for going after Danny so much. Mm-hmm. Um. But then we have my, my other favorite moment of the match. The 107th minute. I just complained we don't score enough on corners. Yeah, really? Oscar whips a ball into the box that isn't cleared on a number of attempts. Yep, it falls to one Elijah Winder who buries it. Yep, and I'm just going. I no one could believe it just happened. Right. You know. The, mm-hmm. But then, but then once everyone realized there was no call, the ball was the the goal wasn't being called back or anything. Mm-hmm. Just euphoria like I haven't seen in a long time.
0: I've never heard anything like that in that stadium ever.
1: I couldn't hear anything because everyone around me was yelling so loud. Insanely loud. loud. Yeah. Because you know what it felt like?
0: <laughs>
1: it felt like getting rid of something. Yeah, I know. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say an exorcism, but mm-hmm. it definitely felt like a monkey off the back. Yeah, man. You know, all you. these all these times. But then, you know, after that goal, you know, I joke, we got to pucker your ass for the next 12 minutes. Yep. You know, we still got a lot of defending to do. But also, mm-hmm. it was also like, oh, no. You're like, what's going to happen now? I have a moment. With our history with this team. <laughs> I have a moment
0: where, I mean, go ahead. And, and I, there's a moment for me. What you just said is when yeah. I totally felt the ahead.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like, not even lucky, though. That's the score, one. <laughs> he scared the hell out of us. When he missed that shot, bro, I was like, this game is ours. <laughs> well, I just went. And when he came on, I was like, there's that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> there he is again. Yep. Just scare the like shit the, out of me. You know, we have a thing in the bowling world. Mm-hmm. When we want to mess someone up, we dart them. Okay. You know? You know, a, a, a you know, a joking dart. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like he's putting one in and you go <laughs> and you shoot a dart at him. I was like, how can I do this in real life without getting caught? <laughs> really? When I see him warming up. I got a clear uh, lane of action. Mm-hmm. But even not even he could score that night. Right. And I'm just going, just how? How did they? Do this. How did they pull this off? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, fun little little note. I'm not sure everyone saw it at the end of the game. Danny holds up and brings out Morton's jersey out right. of his goalkeeper bag. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Great gesture there. Uh, kind of makes it seem like Kyle's out. Yeah. Out, out. Yeah, You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but a great gesture. Yeah. Um, so that's all I got on the actual game. Got all a couple right. other notes. Did you have anything else sure, from the game? I do. Um, I was really
0: surprised at how good Owenby looked. I yes. Mean, he looked absolutely, you know, he was in great form. It felt yeah. like, you know, that ball, the, you mentioned where Wilson missed that shot, which he only missed by a couple, of, not even an inch. I mean, that was yeah. that save really was the best save of the night, I thought, because mm-hmm. it was it was so reactive. But when he stops and just drops that ball on his foot, and it's—he, I mean—he ran like a gazelle to get it. I'm like, well, okay, looks like he's all right. And uh, given given what happened with Bone, we may need him for a lot of the game this Sunday. Well,
1: and that's the question I got is now with Corbin out, Mm -hmm. who do you sub in for that like for like? I'm assuming they want to go like for like. Yeah, I mean, you got Elijah, Carlos, or Napo there. Those would be your three best bets. Well, I would assume they're going to go with Elijah because... Well, I want to say Elijah. Mm-hmm. I do, too. But he's also been his best coming off the bench. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know what? You know, between him and Soso, both. You know, they've both been... Yeah.
0: They've both been stronger off the bench. I was thinking you'd want to bring Soso in later in this game if you want to have a little bit of a veteran presence if things are super tight.
1: Exactly. You know? And also, Napo still has that kind of yellow card syndrome at times. Yes, he does. You know? Yeah. Um. I, I'm sorry. Did you... Uh, no, the, no. Yeah, no. I, I'll going. tell
0: you that that red card just absolutely pissed me off. But you know what, Joey? This guy's been in this league for how
1: long? Yeah, I mean, know better.
0: I mean, it was it was it was it technically the rules. Yes, it was definitely yes, technically was. the
1: rules. Yes, it was. All he and you had. Know what to... at at the same time? Mm-hmm. I'm glad it was given. That way, Tampa has no leg to stand on. That's true.
0: I mean, that's that's fair. No bitching. Right. And the thing is, all he had to do was aim three inches lower and shove him. Yeah, you know, because then I don't think he might get a yellow, maybe. Yeah. So that was that was pretty discouraging because I, you know, um, I don't think he's available
1: for this game now, right? No, no, he's. So, I'm pretty sure he's out because that's a straight red. Right, and I don't know because I don't know
0: how they do the rules in in USL because I know there's a couple leagues where you could play in the final but you missed the first game or some stupid shit. Sure, Sure,
1: um, sure, sure.
0: But the uh, you know that was that was sad and and that you know because we're, we're we're it's not like we're super healthy to begin with. Yeah. And um, I was really impressed with how well the midfield played in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Paolo really is coming through right now. Um, you know, you when know, you, you consider how much playing time he didn't get in the first half of the year. Yeah. And um, I thought that he, you know, specifically in the first half. Now, they made some adjustments in the second half, uh, like Danny had mentioned in the interview. But I was really impressed with them in the first half. Really, really impressed with them. It felt like there was a goal out there. Just didn't think it would be like when we were a man town. <laughs> sure. No, sure. Dos Santos is a clown. But the thing is, he's yeah. always been a clown. The thing about Dos Santos is he's not going to get away with shit like that now because he doesn't even start anymore. Okay? When he yeah. was when he was starting five years ago, six years ago, he probably would have gotten away with a little bit of that diva nonsense. But the, I was really, you know, although for the officiating was generally what the officiating's been, right, which is subpar. Um, I was pretty. I was a pretty surprised that he didn't get some of it. Maybe yeah. being a man down already, the the official was trying to be extra careful. But really, I mean, I, I've never been impressed with him. There was a rumor. It's probably just a rumor that when Lancaster left, that we were going to make a play for him. I am so glad we didn't make yeah. a play for this guy. I, it's forget just, that. I just forget about it. Now, I mean, that's a yeah. rumor, right? So I don't know if yeah. that's true or not. But Joey, this has been such a crazy year of signs and you know like like all of these things it's like we check one thing off and then another thing off and then another thing off but when lucky you know those last couple years for him missing that shot i was like yeah this is this is the sign we're making it to the final oh and one other point about that red card if anybody watched the san antonio game there was a moment where somebody from san antonio and i had the notes and i I left where i was working where he was down and hit somebody
1: And, and but it
0: barely touches his face and the moment they he doesn't give it a red card, I'm like, if you give Bone a red for what he did, this clown should have gotten a red card for what he did yeah. because the contact was very similar. And he got away with it. And this is one of the inconsistencies with this league. It's just, you know, the offici- officiating has been just rough.
1: Um, and the kids uh, play. Also, just, just confirming, USL article, uh, the preview for the USL championship, Corbin Bone is suspended. Okay. All right. So, that is official. Yeah. And to be expected.
0: Yeah, and it's you know, um, and, and that might be the last game he ever plays here.
1: So that's a that's a, it's a shame yeah, to see him go out that
0: way. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, he's but he's been around so long. Yeah. But that that would really well, suck for that for him personally. Look, he made a mistake, and you apparently Paulo was leaning into him brutally because a, he was wearing oh, a captain's armband
1: at that point. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, well, I got to tell you this though. You know what? This team has changed before our eyes. Throughout the no. early and middle part of the year, mm-hmm. we were questioning how dominant right. they would be. Right. And in the last month or so, they've really taken on that underdog sure. role. Sure, absolutely. You that, know, that, people that. counting them out, injuries, uh, whatever's going on on the field. Yep. You know, this is where we expected this team to be at the beginning of the year, but no one would have guessed this route.
0: Well, like we've said, you know, take take any other team's version of Niall McCabe, um, even Jorge Gonzalez, I'll put him in there. And and Ownby and Morton take any other team in this league, take their
1: version of the They don't those, make the playoffs. They don't make the playoffs. No. You know, with Detroit, for example, which, Detroit was if you, take, the way, if you take Hopeno off the field, it's over. By the way, and that's one thing that really pisses me off is mm-hmm. once again the hosing of Louisville City oh, when dude. it comes to awards. Awards I the was fact gonna, yeah. that Memphis's coach gets coach of the year for finishing third. Third. <laughs> sure, it's club record. Right, he didn't have to deal with half the shit Danny did. I know, oh I know, and and Tampa's Leo Fernandez is MVP. Yeah. I, like Toach doesn't even get nominated. A, right, and that's that. the guy who is the most consistent contributor on the number one team in the conference. Agreed. I, I just, like you know. so you know what? Nope. Stop with the negatives on that striker bias.
0: You know, that to me, that's that's that striker and forward bias because the yeah. people that score the goals are always going to get the most notoriety. Well, um, you oh, know, he couldn't even
1: win Defender of the Year, right?
0: And that's what I'm saying. It's it's, you know? it's
1: just it's ridiculous. And then Winder. Well, and you know, would you say like also scoring bias? He's the highest scoring defender, and Toach couldn't still win Defender of right. the Year either. <laughs> right, right, right. And this is this is a, um, it's like a
0: theme with this team. It's like they they it's like they don't want to give
1: us trophies or something. It's the no. It's it's victimization of success. You have too much success. We don't want to reward it further. I hear you. You know, but I, I have a real question. I think, or just a statement actually. I think Danny has solved Tampa. Yeah, man. Beyond, you know, just not beyond these last three games, mm-hmm. the away game in Tampa, they needed a penalty and Danny Fond pro debut. Yeah. Yeah. To get the win. Right, right,
0: right, right. The right. home
1: game here, the sellout, we dominated in a one nothing. Yep. This game, they won possession based off extra time and being yep. a man up, and they couldn't do anything good. with it. That's right. Minus Lucky's near scare. They didn't have anything. That's right. A man up. Yep. So I'm I'm not going to put cart before the horse. I'm really starting to lean that way though. I think Danny has has solved the Tampa Tampa question, and a guy who really wanted to figure it out. And the relief
0: you saw on his face in oh, that yeah. game. I mean, obviously, there you know the reaction is going to be more intense when you get to a, a more you know a bigger match, one that has more uh, meaning, like a conference championship. But there's no doubt that this guy had, you know, there's no doubt this guy lost night's sleep over that match. No doubt. Mm -hmm. And he has been nothing but class this year. Nothing but class. And you can sit, we can sit there and question one thing or one thing here or one thing there. But Joey, I don't remember a stretch of games where we're like, what are you doing, dude?
1: Oh, not just that. Like, I've questioned his subs recently and then they just all come to fruition. Right so right. he knows um, something we don't and then that's what a coach should do exactly it's like when you get to a point i just trust him
0: you know I, yeah. I really do trust him to just do whatever it looks like
1: i'm going to trust him
0: because and this team is very obviously the unity on this team is is unbelievable mm-hmm. it's and this mm-hmm. is the, this is the toughest team we've ever had i can't i can't see how anybody would argue it's not now yeah i mean after i mean you could just go through the last three weeks and, you know, and, and what they've done and how, they, you know, with the penalties and, and the young guys playing and the injuries and and then winning a, a man down?
1: Yeah. Come on. I I mean, yeah. and then other things that happened during the season. It's just, so how can anybody it's, question that? It's got me excited, terrified, nauseous, nervous for <laughs> Sunday night. Oh. Um, 8.30, ESPN mm-hmm. 2 yep. against the Western Conference champion, number one seed, San Antonio, mm-hmm. uh, who took down Colorado Springs 2-0. Yep. Um, and from everything I've heard, not very much. Not many people impressed. I watched the match uh, either with on that performance. The... Mm-hmm. You know, I know San Antonio likes to sit back and they like to counter. Mm. Um, so that's why I'm really hoping we've got a health, somewhat healthy Brian Ownby Yeah, who's like, oh really? Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, only only if you invite me. Only if you say so. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. I didn't... So I watched ugh. I watched the match on the pitch
0: and around the pitch i saw nothing that these guys should be worried about i mean the game was not very good at all for for a conference and it wasn't like you know a conference final can be nervy right yeah. and you get that vibe that it's a very nervy match it was generally i want to say passive it wasn't passive but there was nothing going on out there that made you the, the yeah. vibe between our stadium and what was going on with them dude it was what they were it was like a funeral yeah. I mean, it re- it, the fans it makes
1: it seem like our fans who travel down there who apparently are finding their own way now.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Um, they're going to have to bring some form of atmosphere because otherwise we're going to be playing this game in a morgue. Right. And I think our guys, I mean, what, what everything that our guys have been
0: through, I mean, they've gone through beating Detroit up in that stadium yeah. and the injuries and comebacks. Just, I want to say, Joey, is this not the third time we won a man down this year?
1: I mean, I can only think. The only other time I think we've been or did we a man draw down. or come back? No, I think we went a man down at the galaxy. Well, what what about a uh, San Diego? San Diego, we were man down for a minute. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. I think I think that I think that finished even in terms of fair enough players. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I believe so. Mm, I'd have to go. But, back yeah, but we, anyway, it's just we're generally a very good team when it comes to not getting guys sent off. Right.
0: And, and the thing is um, the, the thing we the, the our defense versus their attack when they're gonna try and counter you're, we're not going to trust guys like Sean and and everybody else that's playing in the back to not be able to handle that I mean come on yeah I, I I really this whole thing is playing right into our hands I mean you never I mean I think we're gonna win but I mean it's all of this is playing all of this plays into our hands and after the beating these guys have got physically and emotionally they've dealt with in the last six weeks mm-hmm. come on
1: they're ready. And an ready. extra day off. Yep. yep. Extra day of rest. So I, I
0: really, am, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about going into this one. And uh, we'll
1: I see just what happens. still hate, I still hate the setup of this league where, excuse me, the, uh, the final is not neutral. Right. You know, mm. I know it's benefited us twice. I still hate that. Right. I right. love a neutral site game for a final. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. You know, but I wonder if it's oh, just well. the
0: venues and where you can, you know. Like you know, suppose suppose you like how many venues would 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 benefit would be a benefit to leave like our stadium obviously you'd want to have a final in our stadium we have the nicest stadium in the league mm-hmm. but after that I mean San Antonio's you could argue is one of the five best after that let's let's
1: go to the Alamo Dome.
0: yeah right <laughs> let's go to no, the one place we don't want to go we couldn't anyway because it's the NFL season but Lucas that would scare the ah. shit Get those lines off. No, I, right mean, I don't want to
1: mess with that because we've already done that at, at – at, at, uh, no, you're thinking of NRG. NRG is Houston. You're thinking of Lucas Oil and Indy. Right,
0: Indy. Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. And we've already done that before against Indy 11, and that's a nightmare. That is a nightmare. Because it's so cavernous and no yeah. one there. Yes. Yeah, so, boys, let's take care of business. Yeah, man. It's I been too that. long without another star. Totally great. Totally you great. Know? I feel good about this. So, one. so, speaking of taking care of business, USA Soccer. Yeah, man. Released the World Cup roster, <laughs> and we got some questions. You better believe it. <laughs> um, the Big Five, from everything I've read and seen and, and heard commentary, the Big Five snubs Yep. in no particular order, mm-hmm. Zach Steffen, yeah. Ricardo, Pepe, Ricardo Pepe, Malik Tillman, mm-hmm. Jordan Pefock and Joe, this last one honestly shocked me, and it's not getting a lot of discussion. I understand why. Paul Areola. Yeah.
0: No, no, no! I hear
1: you. That had been one of Greg's boys. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And I was gutted reading his social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he his, he
0: his statement on it. He had a very nice statement. He did. That was re- oh, that was really, really, man, very honorable. That hurt.
1: A very honorable statement. But, um, but yeah, so I respect Berhalter's stance on playing time and such. Mm-hmm. But how is Zach Steffen not at least your third keeper?
0: I, I playing time, but even then. It's, it's hard to make that argument, right? Because, you know, um, I don't know. Dude, I, he, didn't, he didn't impress when he got the opportunities to play for us the last couple of times. As I remember, they weren't exactly stellar performances. Okay.
1: So maybe that comes into play a little bit. But know? at the same time, I say this. When I'm building a roster, which I, you know, all the experience I have mm-hmm. with building rosters, <laughs> I'm more of the conservative type who plays for the worst-case scenario. Right, when I'm putting something together, that's true. Yeah. and God forbid two keepers go down, and now we're relying on Sean Johnson, who has one cap. Yeah, this cycle. Right. Versus Zach Steffen, who has however many caps this cycle. Right. So he at least has familiarity and experience right. with this group of guys. Exactly. You uh, know, that's why I say at least. How is he not at least your third keeper? I hear you, man. You know, and when you consider um,
0: where he's playing and 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 where your third keeper is playing that too, currently, <laughs>
1: and Bulls. also I understand I understand all that Haji Wright has going for him. Yeah, you know he's second in the Turkish league with nine goals. Came up through the and U.S. Been, system yes, with, that's with McKinney and Pulisic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how do you leave your second leading scorer from World Cup qualifying mm. home in Ricardo Pepe? dude, do you, and a guy who went out and rediscovered his form yeah. on loan? Yep. Yep. This wasn't just him struggling for Augsburg. You know, he went to the Dutch League, right? Right. And has gone five goals, two assists in seven games. Yep. I, I, I versus a guy who has three caps for us. I can you
0: remember a person ever in 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 World Cup uh, in the in our, our lore of putting putting teams together who was considered at at one point, Joey? This would. Pepe time and and he was our savior, right? He had oh, yeah. he got the savior yeah. mantle. That was less than a year ago. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's left off
1: the team. <laughs> and he, although the way, arguably Jesus. if we're talking about if we're talking about form, right? He and Fock have a better form than the guy who's the presumed starter in Jesus Ferreira right now. Joey Fock was was the second one for me. Literally, you know, the, like, like I, I get, I, I understand some of Berhalter's rationale in bringing Josh Sargent because he's played against a lot of the Welsh and English players, right? But I'm, I'm going at the, at some rate though, you have to take people who just have put it all out there and done what they need to do, and, and putting some numbers up, and you know, I, and that's, I, that's I, Pepe and Pfock for me. Yeah, I, I just stunned that he wasn't on that. That's, I mean, correct, like Both. the you know, you know, a little I, stunned on both.
0: I, I just, I, I really, when I read that, I mean Ariola, I was stunned because of the fact, like you had mentioned, he was such a, you know, he mainstay. was like he was mainstay, and he was like Berhalter's wingman practically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that was a big surprise. But this P fuck thing, especially if the guy's playing well, and yeah. you're like
1: in the Bundesliga. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, union, if that's right? not the Turkish league. No, I don't. So, know. So you know, great for Haji, right? Good for him. But, man, like, those two positions, you know, the front and back into your formation, we got questions there. Yeah, man. Um, I do understand, though, the inclusion of a Tim Reeman and a Christian Rodon who some people were questioning.
0: No, Tim Reem Tim Reem, here's a guy that's
1: wearing an armband for Fulham now. Come on. And playing the season of his career right. over there. absolutely. He's playing and also, very, very well. Think about this, guys. The youngest team at this tournament, our team, 25 years, average age. Mm-hmm. You have to have some form of experience Absolutely. on this roster. Agreed. There's no one left from the last World Cup for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. They've all retired. I hear that. <laughs> you need some experience in this locker room. And, the re- and let's Christian Roldan may look. never see the field, but he's going to serve a purpose. Absolutely. And let's remember that the last, wor- last World Cup wasn't 40 years ago. <laughs> you know? You know, I mean, we're going to mm. take our lumps this World Cup in some way, shape, or form. This right. is going to be a learning experience and hopefully a great one. Right, right. But in the middle of it, you need guys. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree. You know, you've been be some around balance. the block a little bit. Right. You can't just take fresh faces everywhere. No, no, I agree. Um, so that's why, you know, that's another reason I was a little surprised Pepe didn't get the call up because he scored on right. the road in Latin America. Right, right. You know, he's seen these harsh environments. Yes, he has. Um, so, you know, that's kind of just our preliminary look at it. Um, those were the big questions. There was a the striker pool and the goalkeeper pool. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, kind of just status quo at the other positions. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 too much surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just it was just very odd. Those 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 two or three key players being switched out for others. It's
0: just nice to see so many players that are that are that have international experience finally, like real solid, oh, yeah. a, a, like a multitude of players at key positions. That's hopeful. Like I said, I th- I think we're still one cycle away.
1: Yeah, but, of course.
0: But I still think, given I know we don't, I know we don't want to get into predictions too much, but I will say this: the you know Iran having their problems internally in their country, mm-hmm. and and Wales just looking like they're shitting a the bed, and it, you know this is a team that you know getting out of the group. This squad, I I don't see any reason why they shouldn't.
1: You know, I don't want to. I don't right. want to. Don't want to go too yet. far. I right. don't want to say that. Right. But my goal for them is, it's going to be very simple. I set bars low, and mm-hmm. for a team, this group that's never been to a. Is that World why you cup, talk?
0: Is that why you talk to me?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I I do charity work all the time, Joe. <laughs> I'm trying oh, to get good karma. I appreciate that. I'm trying to cash that in every now and then. <laughs> um, you know, that's like a side note. That's a funny joke from. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's Christopher Titus. He talks okay. about celebrities and they have douchebag credits. Right, right, right. And you save them up. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes, that's when we've seen new celebrities in the news. You'll mm-hmm. see like, you know, Alec Baldwin will cash him in every now and then when he's about to host SNL. Right. So you remember he's relevant. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Sheen cashed them all in in one weekend. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, Tiger Blood, F-14. Right. Right, Tom right. Hanks is the world leader in collecting douchebag credits. I hear well, it, it, t- He and Keanu, if you heard the news story, no. Tom Hanks punches none. Your initial reaction is what did that nun do right to Tom Hanks? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to yeah. do. I'm trying to collect douchebag credits. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, my I set the bar low. So, my goals for this team are I want to win. Right. Right. You know, I don't care which game it is. It would be sweet if it was the England game, mm-hmm. but I want a win. I think a win gets them out of this group.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I there's I... I, I don't see anything coming out of these other two teams. I mean, that that's I mean, gonna, it's not going
1: to be a prediction, but I think you need 4 points four, from the games with Wales me. and Iran. I think four get you in. So, but I want a win. I need something. Oh, I need something to go into the next cycle with. Right, right, right. I totally agree. You on. know? So, uh, that is man. all that, that's all I've got for this abbreviated Yeah, man. abbreviated but, session but you, we
0: got. But you did have the you had fun at the wedding?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it was the longest wedding I've ever been a part of. Mhm. Downtown at 9 a.m. Service didn't start till 2.30. Reception at 5 o'clock. Wow. That is long. Oh, yeah. The service was 10 minutes, by the way. And you mentioned, you mentioned, was that is quick. Yeah, man. When
0: I was playing them, we used to try and do 15 minutes tops in and out. Yeah. And then um, I I have to share this story. You mentioned watching the yeah. game. Back when I was playing weddings, that was like a big part of when I was making my my living back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. There was a wedding the night. I'm a Devils fan, New Jersey Devils. And there, was oh, a, yeah. there was a game the night of their first championship, and it was at. A, I even remember where it was. It was at a Legion Hall in Bayonne. So we're pretty close to to the stadium, and I'm watching. Not watching. I'm listening to the game. Yeah. On a, on a transistor radio while I'm trying Ooh. to play the kid. So I got this thing literally near my face, and and I forget it was it wasn't Stevens. I forget who it was it scored. Dude, I fucking screamed <laughs> in
1: the yeah. middle of some ballad that we were playing. <laughs> well, I mean, this is not my first first trip around the block with this. Not my first uh, rodeo. Right, right. I was in another buddy's wedding, another guy who was a groomsman for this wedding, uh-huh. when we played at the road in Rochester mm-hmm. okay. on the road for the Easter Conference Final. Oh, I right. had to suffer through that yeah. at a wedding reception. Ooh, was- so I'm like, I looked at everyone else and I went, guys, whoever's next, mm-hmm. you pick this weekend again.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: I'm not there. <laughs> Every year we put in Sharpie right. Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, right. You now have the calendar, gentlemen. Right. Really? Move around it. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, man. so yeah, you know, it's, it, it was a long, exhausting, fun day. Had a great end. Right. Um, I, I, met I, Sh- I, I met Sharpie's brother at the game. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He, he actually came up
0: to me and introduced myself, himself. Um, everybody that listened everybody that came up to me after the Anthem. Thank you. That was really kind. Nice. And he came up to me. He wanted to compliment that. That's sad. Well, it I was, I, that. I, that was, I, sad. it was electric. It was, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and brag, but I think I did pretty damn well, good. Well, you
1: can, cause I, I'll take your word for it. I don't have any, we don't have anyone disagreeing with it was you. So. It was fun. And then I,
0: I finally yeah. got a picture of me on the big screen. So I'm happy. But nice. I met, I met, I met his brother. That was very cool. Yeah. Cool. Anyway,
1: how how do we fly you down to San Antonio to do a sneaky dude? I, I I sent them an email. <laughs> a sneaky I, anthem. I
0: want to get them. I wanted to get them. Uh, I wanted to get a response, and they, they never responded to me. But I sent them an email saying, "What if
1: we send someone to the game with a recorder?" <laughs> Will that count? That'd it's like funny. the movie Major League when they go get a bucket of KFC instead of the real chicken. Right.
0: Mm, right. 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 Right.
1: We should have got a live chicken. Gosh, we should have flown Joe down here. Yeah so we'll see we will see man hopefully we have a great
0: hopefully we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about next week
1: yes sir all right yes, brother. Sir. thanks
0: a lot for being a part of it uh joey cecil yes 11. sir thank you well there you have it folks another episode of the center forward podcast in the books episode number 51 hopefully it was festive for you it was festive for me <laughs> man i'll tell you it's craziness isn't it anyway um thanks again to joey cecil great guy uh, always does a wonderful job And uh, he's a very busy man, too. So us trying to get this together, it's not easy. Uh, So right now with the schedule and everything like that, it's a little bit hectic. Thanks to him uh, for doing this with me. And thank you for listening. Thank you for the compliments. Thank you for the suggestions. Um, Always open to new ideas. Always open to new uh, guest hosts. So if you'd like to do it, please let me know. Once again, we are on Podbean. We are on iTunes. We are on Amazon. We are on Spotify. Please like subscribe and share share the love how could you not love (laughs) that game saturday i just it had everything the most important thing that it had was obviously the happiness at the end of the match because that's what we're there for right we're there to celebrate and hopefully Man, I've said this so many times, but I'll keep saying it. I don't care. Hopefully we're not taking this for granted. And I don't just mean the performance on the field. I mean the first per- performance on the field. I mean we've said this so many times that it's the most successful professional team in North America. I know it's not Division I, but eight straight conference finals, now their fourth championship attempt in eight years? Come on. Come on. With a depleted squad. And we all sort of set things aside for a game for the most part, right? And, Just absolutely, absolutely crazy. And I'm so thankful for it. Man, these moments, I hope you're cherishing them. They come so infrequently for so many people. And it seems we get to experience this every week. And hopefully what you're experiencing in the stadium is something you're taking out of the stadium. Man, take that joy and take that happiness, take that exhilaration with you. Man, that's part of this whole deal. It really is what you feel inside. (sighs) Think about taking that joy that you feel when we do what we did last week and take it into one aspect of your life, and that's what I wanted to say, where normally you might not see it or you might not experience it. Think about the other people you might be able to touch with that moment. Could be at work. Could be at some other... Extracurricular activity could be with your kids, could be with whoever, and that's how you change things. I know we just had election day, and like I said, if you won, congratulations, if you lost, sorry. But those politicians and all those people out there, they're not as important as what you do here to make the world a better place. And that's the answer to all of this, man. That is the answer to all of this. Hopefully, you're taking those moments with you. This world really, really, really needs more joy and needs more happy moments. Anyway, can't wait for Sunday. Borrow that we don't get to do this together again this year, but it's been pretty awesome, right? My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward podcast. Man, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of my life. Thank you for caring. Thank you for sharing. Gosh. It's been amazing. Like I said, love you, and we'll talk to you uh, hopefully after the championship next week. Good luck, guys.